welcome to the next episode of the IOIT podcast. My name is Sriram, and I'm here with Edward Gordon and Jim Brent. Hey, how you doing? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Good, good. I had a very relaxing week. Did nothing. Laid out on the beach. Very nice. You know, some of us have to work for a living. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did actually have to drive in uh, in the middle of the vacation. Um, So I was in North Carolina. So I, like, drove seven hours to maryland for a day well for like four hours and i went back wow that's a lot of driving for one day that's uh that's like 20 hours a week i can't do math that's 18 hours a week <laughs> oh no, no no i drove in the night before slept. okay yeah. okay i was like that's a long day okay well yeah. wow mm-hmm. wow so you drove from the outer banks to maryland and then back to the outer banks yeah wow, wow. A lot of for, miles on the car. It was for a good cause, though. It was for, yeah, the governor came to visit Warbeck. Wow. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I might have to bleep out the company name, but. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that. <clears throat> so, yeah, the governor yeah. came to look at one of our new products. Fantastic. Uh-huh. We had some firefighters in. We ran a demo for them. Nice. You know, what kind of a, that can be interesting because it'll talk right into uh, what we're looking at for our conversation today, I think. What kind of demo did you do? Oh, it was, uh, so the product is a communication harness for firefighters and it allows them to do um, live stream video um, back to cold zone from a hot zone, mainly for hazmat teams. And uh, so we ran a demo showing like mesh networking radios and really cool wearable antennas. That sounds interesting because I think today we're talking about virtual reality and it could be cool to see how they might mesh together. <laughs> or you could have these new products and you can kind of trial it inside of a new, you know, mm-hmm. virtual reality, augmented reality system and to be able to see how it would be if you were truly in that situation. So, what is virtual reality versus augmented reality? Versus mixed reality. Yeah. Well, I don't know about mixed reality, so I'd be happy to learn about that. But I know virtual reality is a completely artificially created environment. So, you are sitting at home, and now you're on the moon. Um, Like the PlayStation headset. How did I get to the moon? Like the PlayStation headset, you know, so it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of systems that can do this now. You can buy a little adapter goggle-looking item that you can be able to push your phone into and mm-hmm. be able to go on a roller coaster ride and be able to tilt your head this way or that way. There's a lot of new 360 videos where you will be able to, to move and tilt the camera or your phone and be able to look around in that environment. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool one for how it would look if you were on the moon, especially since it's the, is it the 50th anniversary of the moon landing? Yep. I it was a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. That was phenomenal. Yeah. And so that the virtual reality is basically, you're, like you said, you're sitting at home and you, you jump to another world or to whatever reality they choose, but you don't have to leave your own home. And what, so what's augmented reality then? Um, Pokemon Go. <laughs> so, I mean, that's 
that's cool. But I mean, like, what does that mean exactly? Like, yeah. So it's it's an overlay. So it's reality, mm-hmm. uh, what we see and interact with every day, but with an overlay. So something on top of that. So Pokemon Go, for an instance, you're walking and you see a fire hydrant, and now you see a, I don't know, a Pikachu or a Pidgeotto or a I've Pokemon. A Pokemon. <laughs> in front of it. And uh, right. you can tell how old I am since I only know the uh, the classics and none of the new yeah. ones. Ace, you know, some people might not know any, so that's yeah. good. Um, so another uh, example of that is Snapchat lenses. Um, you know, you're looking at something and then a software program on your phone changes what you're looking at, but it uses your background or even a person in front of it in order to... Um, uh, it uses the reality that's there and just changes it in a certain way. It doesn't completely remove you from that environment or that reality. Um, There's also some new systems uh, that businesses use. uh, As I I really like how technology works with business to improve business, but you can say if you're an Ikea, I'm not exactly sure if they have it, but I know a lot of companies have started it where you could pick a piece of furniture and you can take your phone and look at a certain area of your apartment and it will look like that piece of furniture is there so that you can see what it looks like inside of the environment. That is a super cool uh, application for that. I did not know that. And that is really, really neat. Yeah. And um, that's a perfect, perfect application of augmented reality to, you know, oh, I bought this piece of furniture, but now I hate it. And is now you're like, oh, I want to try 10 different ones in the same spot that I didn't buy 10 different pieces of furniture and you know have to return to the store 10 times. Yeah, or looking at different shades. If you're trying to pick out shades on, on a window, um, there's especially with cameras, cameras are getting much better and they can be able to do depth perception in semi-perfect. Well, I mean, I, it's, still, it's still improving, but they can do depth perception and so that can even make another level of the augmented reality um, even more realistic because it yeah. can use that that depth perception that the camera has abilities for now. So, Shuram, you had mentioned mixed reality. What is the difference between virtual reality, augmented reality, and how does, I guess, mixed reality differ from those two? Well, mixed reality is what um, Microsoft is pushing with their HoloLens. So it's more um, closely related to augmented reality in that, um, it takes up the, like you're still in the real world, but now you have virtual objects in it and you can interact with them within the real world. Um, so it's it's pretty close to augmented reality. It's like, it's almost like a step up from augmented reality. Um, and Honestly, it sounded a little bit like what Edward was just describing where you're putting a digital object inside of your home that's not actually there. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty good example of it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, it's... A lot of it, it comes down to uh, the level of interaction between mm. augmented reality and mixed reality. Oh. And so that's where the difference lies. And Microsoft, with their HoloLens, you know, they're pushing AI um, to, so that the, the lens is not just projecting a virtual image. Like it's not scanning, it's not just taking a picture of the real world and projecting a virtual image onto it. It's actually scanning it and understanding, oh, I'm looking at a couch, I'm looking at a person, I'm looking at a TV, and then saying, this is where the coffee table goes kind of thing. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's 
it's expensive, but I think it'll be pretty neat. Right now it is expensive. I mean, that's what all new technologies are. They start expensive and they get cheaper. I mean, I remember a few years ago when Google Glass was announced, I think that that was going to be mostly augmented reality where you could almost walk down the street and as you're walking down the street, it would, uh, you know, an advertiser would, that's a big thing is an advertiser would then pay to say, hey, look, if you're walking past the street and you, this store is right here, it would pop out in front of you and say, hey, look, this store is here. You should come in because I know you like coffee or, you know, that's a big thing about it is that this augmented reality will be really, really big for advertisers. You know, surprisingly, which company has the best uh, technology for that? It's Bing Maps. Really? Yeah. Wow. That is not something I would have thought. If you download the Bing um, search bar uh, app for your phone and you search a restaurant or something, it pulls up the map and then you can kind of like do a, a street view walk thing, but it overlays the real world based on your phone camera so you can like pull it up and go, oh, that's the building that I'm trying to go to. So like I'm standing in the street looking yeah. for this restaurant and I can pull it up uh-huh. look through my screen at the street and all the store names would pop up on my screen instead of exactly. having to walk by each one and look through the window and be like, oh, this is this store, this is that store. Exactly. That is really cool. I didn't realize that. that no one uses amazing. Bing. <laughs> well, they need to advertise that better, I suppose. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is a really neat mm-hmm. feature of Bing. Yeah. Huh. It makes me think of have you all have you ever used Google Translate and done it where you use the image so you can you can if you download the Google Google Translate app you can be able to pull it up and translate it from one language to another and say you're looking at a sign that's in Chinese characters or Japanese characters or Russian some language that you don't understand even English if if, if English isn't your um, your first language then you can be able to look at it and it translates into, into yours and just literally overlays it on top mm. of it. I would wonder if, if the next level of that would be able to be clicking on it and almost have a drop down of little suggestions yeah. of what you should eat. <laughs> it makes me think of, of what you were saying, you know, Bing, of all restaurants popping up on it. I, would, I guess that sort of seems like the next evolution of it. Uh, do you know how many they have at the moment? Languages? Yeah, I'm seeing 27 uh, in the, the real-time video that you're talking about. That's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. And so I think, like, the, the next step would be portability. You know, it's like all these technologies that we're talking about in terms of augmented reality, we're using our phones, whether that be Pokemon Go, Bing Maps, or Google Translate. Um, but some kind of wearable device like a Google Glass, you know, would be really bring it to the forefront where people are using it every day and seamlessly. It's almost like Google Glass, sorry, Google Glass was five years too early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest, they might have, that might be the only issue because all these companies are coming yeah. out with the virtual reality stuff. You can't walk down the street with those giant goggles on your face yet. Mm-hmm. But something like Google Glass, where you can still see through it, it it uh, it'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so what are some of the areas that you guys see that virtual reality becomes big? 
I mean, what industries do you see that could really benefit from virtual reality or augmented reality? I mean, we talk about advertising in virtual or in augmented reality mm -hmm. um, and also like, you know, finding your way and some helpful things with Google Translate. What are some of the things you see for virtual reality? And for me, one, to me, I think it's, it's a wonderful application for it is anything where you have to be trained, mm -hmm. where you have to learn something. Mm -hmm. Right. They they there's a saying that you have to spend 10,000 hours to be mm -hmm. able to become an expert at a at a task. And I believe it's the. Nash, either the National Guard or the Air Force that has found that. The current generation of. New recruits are much better at being able to pilot drones because they've gotten used to joysticks and playing on video games so they already have those hours built in to be able to be familiarized with that the the way it's supposed to move but one thing that i really think it'd be fascinating about i mean if you think training somebody to fly and not have to have them go up in in a uh, in an airplane right now we have simulators that are the size the side of a car the size of a car but one day it'll be able to be that you put the um the you know the headset a, on the yeah. headset on yeah and be able to go through a whole simulation or just a helmet yeah yeah just a helmet yeah and i mean that that's a good point and that's one thing that we didn't really talk about is the virtual reality isn't just putting it on and having your headset and eye you know your vision and hearing it really needs to almost go with all five basic senses mm -hmm. um, you know and i think that's a future technology advances, it's going to be really more focused on all the senses. But then you have to think about, so you got the five main senses, senses. So, but the other thing is that I always think about is like your sense of balance, mm. you know, in that virtual reality world. And I think that that'll be the next step. Um, Cause right now they have a lot of those, but they don't necessarily have the sense of balance or, you know, your sense of direction even. Um, mm. Cause I, you know, some people have good senses of direction, others less so. And so I think that it can all, be incorporated into virtual reality. Yeah, I mean, that's actually, that, that balance thing is a great point because that's one of the things that's holding back um, virtual reality games. Um, people can't really like play um, virtual reality games for a long time, games that move in a weird way because like your vision's moving, but your body's not moving. They get dizzy, they get headaches. So that it'll be interesting to see how people fix it. Right now, the way they fix it is kind of like a, I forgot what the term is, they kind of have like games on track where everybody moves at like a steady pace, kind of like a, almost like a tour. So you're not like jerking your head too much. Got it. I'm not sure if any of y'all have been to um, Disney World, I believe it is, down in Florida. They, they have a, a ride where you can hop in and you're in a spaceship. I believe you're supposed to be in the cockpit of a spaceship. Yeah. I've and, heard about this. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, that the, isn't that the same thing with the Avatar ride? I'm not sure. I never did the Avatar ride. Um, but I did this one, and I know we went into space, and mm. you you have to keep your head forward. Mm. They, they, they give you a warning beforehand saying don't look sideways or turn or anything because you're it's a, sort of a simulator machine where it tips you back and you're looking at a screen. And it starts to to bob and weave and 
go through all the different motions, but if you look to the side, you'll completely lose your sense of balance because you'll be moving, but you can't see anything. Mm. So yeah, but I you, think that's also the Avatar ride. Okay, yeah, you still get a little dizzy through it, wow. in my opinion. But yeah, and the, the user comfort is going to be big because you know, not to sound like a Hololens advertisement, but with the new Hololens two, that's one of the things where they focused on um, people who wear glasses. How does VR, or in their in their case, uh, mixed reality, work for them? Because all the technology is for people who don't wear glasses or designed for not designed for glasses. Make them wear contacts. <laughs> Make them wear contacts exactly. Yeah. No, and I think another big area that we'll see virtuality grow is in schools. Like Edward say, you got to practice 10,000 times, but taking a tour, you know, through the human body, mm-hmm. just as a, you know, a little kid to be like, Oh, this is what like a red blood cell looks like. This is what it does. Let's follow it through the lungs where it picks up oxygen back down to, you know, the heart and through everything else. So I think that would be really, really cool. Save like, it for our circulation podcast, Jim. Yeah. Sorry. Well, and I'm going <laughs> to, we already have that. It's called the magic school bus. I was about to say, that's where I actually got my first introduction to that. The whole body is the magic school bus. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that earlier today and how to bring that up in some way. <laughs> that's why I brought up the, the, the little kids going through, you know, through a body and understanding, oh, this is where my food goes. And I think that can be really helpful in education. So not yeah. just the entertainment industry, but also the education. Mm-hmm. And tourism. You know, if you want to see, like, do I want to go to some island in Hawaii or some island somewhere else? The answer yeah. should always be yes, but okay. <laughs> the websites could have a little, you know, demo where you put it on and you go, oh, this is neat. I'll go there. Well, and another level uh, for anyone who has recently gone house shopping or apartment look shopping, mm-hmm. if you could have a tour. I'm yeah. sure there will become companies that will go through the buildings and mm-hmm. will take a video of it. And so mm-hmm. anybody who wants to hop on can just be able to, you know, maybe pay a little fee or just hop on and take a take a little tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we I already mean, have it from a from a video perspective. You can click, you know, from one room to the other, but to truly feel like you're walking through the building. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good good point. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where the technology is in like, you know, two years even. It's it's not this is not a five to ten year technology. This is no. a one to two year technology. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. how it all interacts with yep. each other will be yeah. the I've I've heard of there is supposed to be a machine that you can stand on that has a a a parabola bottom on it where you have slippery shoes and it hooks in like a harness. And so you can supposed to run in place and it's supposed to sense you're running so that you can, uh, you can go and you can turn for first person shooter aspects or, you know, back into the video games, but ready. Yeah. Ready player one. Yes. Yeah. I was about to say in the book, that is definitely a virtual reality game or world as opposed to Mm -hmm. augmented or anything like that. So 100%. Cool. Well, yeah. I think uh, we'll leave it there for this week. For IOIT, I'm Sriram. I'm, I'm Jim. <laughs> and I'm Edward. And I'm Jim. All right. See you, everyone, next week. See you, everyone, next week. Bye.
Deus.